Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox One community. As always, I am joined by Mr. McSpicy. Hello, Mr. McSpicy. Hello, how's it going? Jordan the man. Hello. And I am X1. Welcome. This is podcast number 316. Another big week in gaming. Another big week in games. First up, it was EA Play this week. It was a uh, it was a big conference for EA. I mean, a big <laughs> opportunity for EA. Yeah. We're yeah, going to yeah. discuss all the trailers given. They really didn't show any next-gen stuff. They kind of teased. They showed uh, a Dragon Age, like, tech demo of, like, this red flame breathing. That, that was next-gen. Um, there was another one that they showed. There it really was not a next gen oriented. No, not at announcement all. Announcement. Uh, they did more so. Here's our games coming to all our platforms. They did talk about one topic very heavily, though. What topic? Crossplay. Crossplay. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, yeah. Which can I get controversial? Go ahead, get controversial, controversial baby. Crossplay is fantastic. I like it. I like the push. I enjoy it. It's wonderful. Where are you going to complain about crossplay? But uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Where's the cross progression? I prefer that much oh, more yeah, than yeah, cross yeah, play. Yeah, I, I feel this is just my opinion, and I may be the only one here. I feel cross progression is much more important than cross play. Me personally, I would rather log in on my Xbox and play with Xbox users, and then oh hey, I'm at work, log in on my computer. All my saved content is still there. All my progression is still there, and play with uh, computer players, right? I mean, in a perfect world, I'd rather have both. I'd have both, you know, cross-play, cross-progression, right? I mean, yeah. Let's just call it cross-togetherness. I don't know, but uh, I I would prefer cross-progression. Like uh, like let's let's take Call of Duty Warzone. They do it both. They do cross-progression and cross-play. That's the way to do it, right there. Yeah, that's the way to do it. But if I had to pick one, I personally, just me, I would pick cross-progression because. But it's, wait, without cross-play, do you need cross-progression? Well, I mean, look at Overwatch. I've bought that game three times and had to start over three times. Yeah, it's true. The, the take, take but that Apex. benefits them. Uh, Ape, yeah, it benefits yeah, them. But it benefits <laughs> them, but not us. Yeah. It's just uh, basically them flipping us uh, off. True. I, I, I've I played Apex on the PC and on the uh, on the uh, Xbox, and I mm. have to start, you know, you have to start yeah. over. It's, it's just, I would like to carry my stuff with me. That's, that's, what game, that's what the idea, right? What game does it the best, do you think? I think uh, Realm Royale does a fantastic job. It's on everything. It's cross-play yeah. everything. It uh, cross-progression everything. Um, uh, Destiny, I think, does it well. They don't have cross-play. They have cross-progression. You do have to buy, um, like, the expansions and stuff sure. per platform, which I'm, I'm not against, okay. right? I mean, yeah. that's fine, too. And then whatever currency... I think Realm Royale does this, too, if you buy... Or Fortnite does it as well, right? Whatever currency you buy... That currency is stuck to that platform, that platform, right? which is fine because you got the stores and stuff. Uh, but no, I think the people that do it the best are Fortnite. Uh, I think they pioneered it. They did cross. Well, I mean, I don't know so if they, I don't know if of... they did it first, but they did it the best. Yeah. Cross progression and cross play, so okay. they got both. Um, and then of course, uh, uh, I think Realm Royale does it well. But yeah, if I had to choose one, I'd prefer cross progression. But obviously, the ultimate goal is I, I would like to see more Fortnites and Realm Royales. And war zones where it's everything. It's just it's, it's everything. just cross it's cross platform. It's right? cross it's, everything. It's cross everything, right? Well, that I think that's the future, and I think EA was basically saying like this is the future. Everything is going yeah. in yeah. this direction. They, cross play, yeah, cross play, not cross progression. They didn't they did that. start out their conference with what has become their marquee game, and that is Apex Legends. We are getting a Lost Treasures collection event in this season. Season five up till now um, has been fairly static as far as events they have their quests that you can do the quests are nothing 
super huge. It's a, it's a cool idea, but not really there. But their treasures event collection looks really cool. At the end of the at the end of the trailer, it does look like they are possibly going to be introducing a new character. The the one of the um, tunnels opens up. And then it cuts away, uh, and it's and it's I'm here, right? Like, do you think it's gonna be? Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Do Do you think it's gonna be Crypto's assistant from his trailer? Perhaps. Perhaps. You know? uh, there's a lot of theories out there. It's it's really cool. I what I do like about the collection is we are getting armed and dangerous back. Oh, shot snipers. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best mode yet. Armed and dangerous, but there's a change. Um, from what I understand, that you can no longer respawn people at the respawn points. Yeah, it's an item you start out with. You can only use once, basically. Yeah, right there. In fact, it just popped up on on yeah, trailer mobile thing, yeah, yeah. respawns yeah. right there. For and, but it can be spawned anywhere. Which yeah, yeah which, which I cool. think is them testing that. Yeah, I agree. Re- I agree. Respawns. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think mobile respawns would be good for Apex, or do you like the way that it currently sits? I'm thinking about it. Um... Does it let me let me first answer the question does it matter? I think it is more of a strategic game style to have it limited to certain points on the map and that causes people to fight over those spots and have them disappear means it it becomes more of a risk to go somewhere else. I think I like that better than just having a random spot be placed down. I mean that that's great but as far as strategy goes, so you like you're, how you're fi- it, it's forcing people together to fight more. Yeah, so you like the current yeah, I think iteration that, over I th- everyone being able to respawn one time. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's uh, that's the way to go. What because if, it forces you. I mean, that's how battle royales work. Yeah. It's trying to force fights together um, with the cornucopia spots where there's loot. You know. Um, the circle pushing things together. That's the point of the game, and mm-hmm. I think that. The mobile version is making that less prominent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jordan, how about you? What you if agree? they? What if they did it? No, I, I, I agree with what he's saying. What if they did it as a uh, just thinking outside the box here, right? What if they did it as like a, a drop only? Like it's, it's like kind of like a peacekeeper, right? It, and I'm not talking drops, just regular drops. Like uh, you take the peacekeeper, the the new legendary weapons for the season. Yeah. Only available via. A, a drop package. I right? think that's yeah. a really so, you know what cool I mean? concept. You know what? What if they did it something like that? And then it's then it. I mean, it brings more value to the drop packages, right? Which means brings more people to the drop packages, mm-hmm. right? Which causes more fights. Anyway, make it a super rare drop. Yeah, and yeah. Then, you and know, then like, like the peacekeeper. And, and then, then you're you have that dilemma: Do I bring this with me, or do I bring yeah. more ammo? Yeah. yeah, kind of a thing, right? It's that uh, it'll be nice to have, kind of a thing. Um, but it's not needed, you know, so I like yeah. that. I like mm-hmm. that about these games. The other thing in uh, the new Apex event that is coming, it's coming next week, actually, is Lifeline has been buffed where she can drop her, her heals, her heal bot, and then it automatically does stuff. A shield pops up and she can fight while the bot automatically heals your teammates. So is that live now? Um, or is that coming? That soon? is coming on the 23rd. and is that not in the PVE? That's that's going to be in the PVP. That's PVP. Yeah, that that's, is such an awesome change to her. Yeah. yeah. So you want to hear my theory on that? It was rumored last week or that grenade launchers or slash rockets. I think it's grenade launchers though are coming to Apex. Might be coming to Apex. And the complaint that a lot of players had is, well, if if that comes, there's no defense against that, right? Like it kind of ruins caustic. However, this move kind of makes her a direct defense to that. She drops a shield, she heals, and she can, you know, 
shoot back, you know, uh, return fire at the same time. That's kind of a direct. You, you're going to need someone that can build walls, uh, or, you know, stuff like that. And that's kind of so. So maybe we are getting a grenade launcher. Well, it'll it'll be interesting because if you take a like a Gibraltar, like let's say someone goes down, Gibraltar can throw a shield down and spawn him from the protection of a shield, right? She can do the same thing now. Given her, it's not a full shield. It's just it looks like it's just a frontal shield. It's a shield, for, but yeah, she can fire healed. back. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas Gibraltar would be obviously doing the heal animation. Yeah. It basically allows her to do two actions at once, right? Right. There. A heal, Look how yeah. Cool a heal. That is. Oh, and That's it looks like so the shield. Cool. It looks like the shield is bigger though, too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. No, the worst allowing part, her to do two actions at once, healing and shooting back. My right? least so. favorite part of this game is when you are using an ability and it takes you out of the fight, like uh, Cryptic. I hate using. I hate playing as him because whenever you use his little mobile robot. You oh, yeah. are not. You're not fighting. Well, you're not in the game. And so, is this a model? If this works with Lifeline, uh, and again, I think it, I think Apex keeps moving in this direction of let's keep the action going, let's keep the speed mm-hmm. up. And then when I, you when you see that uh, when somebody does that, you crab your pants because she's now attacking you, and you want to go and, and attack, you know. Yeah. But you have to figure it out creates, it's a whole yeah, so dynamic. Do you go for her, thing. or do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think that they could do something because Crypto is like the use, least used character. If they did something to his drone that automates it, it would be it would be much better. It'd be a thousand times better. He'd become a lot more valuable all of a sudden. Just mm-hmm. have it just float up straight up and, and make it and so it's not overpowered because yeah. If what, it if, could, what if it does like a constant ping while it's out? Like it pings your area every so you know I and just know. have it easier to be shot down or something. Something yeah, because it gives away your position and uh, and it's not a full fledged radar you know kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I mean, we are we are getting the thing is we are getting a new town rework here with Crypto's um, satellite. I don't know what is it called. Crypto's yeah. something. Crypto's room. And it looks like when you hit a button there, you're able to see everybody on the map as well as what appears to be treasure. And so maybe that's a thing to come. Maybe crypto will have that ability soon. Uh, maybe they're gonna. There you yeah. go. Crypto's map room is what it's called. And there it is. Is this giant satellite that comes comes up and and he hits the button and boom, you can see everybody on the map as well as what appears to be treasure. So can I can I say something though? Yeah. Their skins are getting really good, dude. They are. Yeah. This is like this Indiana are, yeah. Jones. Aztec They're, Egyptian I, style. Yeah, I really liked the the skins that they kind of introduced with season four, and even these skins, the um, the wraith one especially, I think is pretty cool. Anyway, their skins are on point. They're dude, getting good, dude. Really on point. Point. Uh, and then at the end, right there, uh, you know, here I here I am, and sounds like it might be a new character, which is super exciting. If that was it, kind of a deep voice. Was it? I don't. Was it a wussy voice? Kind of, it was oh, kind of like in the remember, middle. It was kind of like a neutral toned <laughs> voice. Kind of mid tone. Really, yeah, mid tone. Really hard to tell. See, I just I think their skins. They're on point. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, the, with EA then went and showed off uh, Lost in Random by Hazelight. He's the I, they're a cool developer. Cool developer. Um, this looks like a story, like a very emotionally driven story. This is from the same people that did A Way Out and I believe A Tale of Two Brothers. Brothers, yeah. yeah brothers. Uh, and so this, this they do a good job. Of, like He's kind of experimenting with storytelling. The whole, they did like an interview with him during EA Play. Showing, well, I mean, it's an EA, you know, presentation. They have to have 20 minutes of interview before yeah. they show And he the just talked play. about wanting to really merge like filmmaking and, and, and videos and telling this story. It looks yeah. super interesting. Although his interview, like, I feel like I'd want to hang out with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed like a really exciting guy. Yeah, so this this is Lost in Random, the trailer that we're watching now, uh, was another game. Now, Lost in Random looks like this platformer type of game. I was just going to say, 
his game wasn't lost in random. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 that's why I'm switching. Okay, to sorry, sorry, I didn't. Know yeah, his game was like it almost had like a. Oh, wait, yeah, Life you were talking field. about Lost in Random, but uh, his game was before this. Do you want to talk? About yeah, it that? takes two. It takes two. It's his, his game. game. Sorry, you want, sorry. You want well, me to no, do that? Lost in Random's up. We we can talk yeah. about Lost in Random. All right, let's go back Anyways, to Lost in <laughs> Random. Anyways, it takes two. Is this game? It looks. It looks. It has a very Nightmare Before Christmas kind of feel to it. Uh, very, I don't know platform, three D platformer t- style. Uh, it didn't do anything for me necessarily, but it didn't look bad either. It just is what it is for me. Yeah, this one's Lost in Random. Yeah, Lost in Random. Yeah. 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 Any thoughts on this one, guys? Any op- op- opinions? Because we're, we're coming up to a game. It's that- like Nightmare Before Christmas was a video game. Yeah. There you go. That's Which exactly- I liked the Nightmare Before Christmas, the movie. So. Yeah. yeah. Tim Burton. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I, the thing about all these trailers is I really didn't get a lot from this yeah. whole presentation. Yeah. So um, we saw a lot of cinematics on this one specifically. It looks dark. It looks eerie. It looks Nightmare Before Christmassy. Could be good. Yeah, yeah. I'd like it to be good. And uh, these I mean, games, these games here, the Lost in Random and It Takes Two, are a part of the EA Originals. Yeah, uh, which are their kind of in-house. Would you call it a, like a? I, I don't want to necessarily call it an ID at Xbox, but it's 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 similar. I think it is. It's yeah, similar to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's exactly. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go to a game Jordan was excited. This for. is my yeah. No one else agrees with me. Yeah, and let's discuss why we but have a disagreement here. But this next one, I think, uh, was the, my favorite one. The next game really that was shown, uh, or one of the games that was shown here in EA Play, was Rocket Arena. Jordan, why don't you explain what Rocket Arena is? What what they showed. So basically, what it is is it's a three v three hero shooter and you have rockets right that's like your main everybody has a different type of rocket gun but also because it's a hero shooter everybody has kind of these you know i assume these abilities it looked like from the trailer they had these abilities i like this game because for one i just i dig the art style i think it's a cool art style i like hero shooters a lot i think hero shooters are a good gaming genre the maps are dynamic we saw that in in games like bleeding edge uh where the maps uh there was hazards on the maps that you need to watch out for um i like that i like that they have multiple maps it looks like a full it looks like it's gonna be a full fleshed out game it's coming out just in july uh two weeks after launch they already have their season one planned uh they have the battle pass that's coming they have skins i think they said uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It was it was a, a pretty big number. Was it like 90 levels per character that you can yeah. kind of customize different skins? Uh, you know, all obviously they have a diverse cast of characters because it's a hero shooter. Anyway, I think it looks cool. I'm excited for it. No one else is. No, let, yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> and let me tell you my, I mean, this this very well this very well could be a good game. I do like that there are smaller numbers here. Uh, like you said, like three v three. Uh, I think Spicy, when we were talking about it, referred to this as Smash, the Smash of Hero Bleeding Shooters. Edge right? yeah, if Smash Bleeding Brothers. Edge was a was Smash, that's yeah. what this game would be. My my issue is I just think th- it's bad timing. I think team based shooters, team based character hero shooters, uh, the market is saturated right now. I mean, Bleeding Edge is a fantastic game, and when was the last time you played it? Uh, and, and I think it's yeah. because we're hero shootered out, and this is exactly what this is. And this very well could be a good game. I just don't know that it's the right time for this game to launch. I know I'm hero shootered out, and I don't even play hero shooters. <laughs> the other thing that I'm out of is battle pass. I'm battle passed out, which is why I really like Warzone. What they've done, decided not to go with the battle pass. Um, I don't know. See, but I I like the battle pass. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I like the battle pass. I think certain games out there 
should have battle passes. Yeah, and so I just think even if this is a good game, this could be a very good game, but it just feels it feels like that market is saturated at the moment. Hero-based shooters, um, you know, you've seen one, you've seen them all. And that might be unfair. This might do something completely different. That's just how I feel. Don't tell me how I feel is wrong. <laughs> Spicy, how about you? What, what did, what did, uh, I do like that, that side mode though. That looked cool. I'll give it a chance, but it kind of, I, I mean, it's a third person rocket shooter. We'll call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, if Bleeding Edge was Smash. And it kind of felt like a kind of, uh, I don't know. It honestly looks kind of like a mobile game to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I, no, and I that's just, the thing. This could be a good game, a very good game. I just don't know where they fit into the market. And maybe they etch out a niche for themselves. I just... I want it to do good. But <laughs> Well, they they do have, like I said, they already have like a season one plan. So, obviously, yeah. they're thinking ahead. So, But anyway... I just I think it looks I think it looks cool, man. I th- I think it does look a lot like Bleeding Edge, uh, but with well, look look with at Rocket. You know what I mean? Here's it's the just thing: more range. Rockets. With here, rockets. Here's the thing: let's go through them. You got you got Bleeding Edge. You got Overwatch. You got Valorant now. You've got Rogue. That's Rogue well, Company that's I mean, coming out. Valorant. That's a team. That's a hero based shooter. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, 100%. no, it, it is. It is. But it's also you've got Paladins. You've got. Did I say Bleeding Edge already? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would go ahead and say it twice. Bleeding Edge. Overwatch. You have Overwatch. You said that, but go ahead and say it. You've got Rainbow Six. I would put as a hero shooter because of the abilities that they use in Rainbow Six. But what's what's the difference? I mean, I know the difference, but I just I just want to spark debate here, David. (laughs) I was just kidding. Like, let's take Warface and Valorant. Okay. The hero uh, abilities. Abil- I know abilities. abilities is the difference, but so, I mean, Valorant so, is still very similar gameplay to Warzone, other than the abilities. No, that I, have, I, right? no, you and I think that I mean? that's so, the iteration. I think yeah. that the iteration is the reason that Valorant is popular is because it is this hybrid. It's leaning more in the direction of a CS:GO. Then, yeah. Uh, it's like if you took CS:GO gameplay and threw in abilities, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's uh, that's exactly well, it's what more Valorant tactical, is, right? right? Yeah, tactical yeah. more. Yeah, it's just may, more more in may, that direction. So is, maybe this will be tactical. Maybe, maybe I just don't see how. How is this? Hopefully, game, I can play it on my phone. I just don't see where where there's space, unless this game just destroys it and is just next level. Where this fits in and all of that, I don't yeah. see. I don't see how you compete with a Valorant. I don't see how you compete with a because what they're doing is is different enough. Like that's the next iteration of the hero shooter, and you can see it. That's why Valorant, Valorant is having success. Yeah. Um, I just. That that's just my that's just my feelings on the matter. No, no, that's fine. I hope it's fun. No, I yeah. do too. I, I I like the trailer. I'm excited for it. We'll see. <laughs> I was the only one. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see uh, how it goes. Uh, the next game, though, or another game that was talked about, and uh, let's, big let's, one. Well, let's talk about Skate first. They did announce Skate, so it seems like skateboarding games are coming back. Skate was announced. We're getting Tony Hawk remastered, and now we're getting Skate. Skate. I'm not even going to pull up the trailer because there was there no was no trailer. trailer for Skate. It was just yeah. the developers talking about it. Jordan, you were gonna I was gonna, I was just gonna say skate's cool because it's like the would I mean the it's Forza the, of skateboarding. It's you the know simulator. What I mean? like, yeah. <laughs> Whereas Tony Hawk was the arcade, yeah. skate was the simulator. Because like to do an ollie, you had to go down, down and up, up on like, your joystick, like, and like it was like very you know, feet, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really cool, and it's I mean I'm excited for the next iteration of it. But let's talk about their get big game, their marquee game, and that is Star Wars Squadrons. We talked about it last week. We did get. Um, a teaser trailer last week, but we got no gameplay. Uh, 
Or was this at the beginning of this week? My weeks all get jumbled together. We got gameplay it's today. Um, Jordan, why, uh, let's go with you first. Now, Star Wars Squadron is the uh, flying-based mm -hmm. space fighter game coming from EA in the Star Wars universe. Give me your thoughts and impression on, on what you saw with, with Squadron here, the gameplay. Well... First, I have to say they did my favorite format of trailer. They did, yes. It explaining was it. it was a it was like a four to five minute tra uh, trailer. They had the gameplay in the background, and then they had that nice person with a voice just telling you what's going on, like the old Red Dead. The best, I think that's the best trailer model, and everybody should do that. But anyway, I think the game looks pretty cool. I I do too. I I don't know yet, right? Yeah. I the only reason I I stand. 50-50 with this game. I think it looks good, and I think the flying looks real smooth. Yeah. And, I mean, I would hope so, right? Like, like we're watching it live here on the stream. The way he goes in uh, through explosions, through corridors, the way they, they basically do that quick little J-turn. You know, it, it looks really smooth. It looks like a fun game, that, especially if you have the Thrustmaster. You know, mm, yes. it looks like a fun game. Can I see myself playing this game long-term? That's the question. Because... Was it Motive that did the 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 Starfighter mode in Battlefront Two? I'm not sure. You know, I, I I don't I don't know. I know they helped work on that game, but anyway, the Starfighter Assault mode in Battlefront Two was fun and I enjoyed it, but I couldn't play it forever. And obviously, I, before everybody gets mad, obviously this is much more in depth. It's oh yeah, much this more is fleshed out. I, I understand that. That's great, but it's it's kind of like the Ace Combat games. I like the Ace Combat games, but. That replay, you know, is it yeah. there? Can I? Ace I, Combat you know? though feels more niche than Star. Like my favorite Star Wars games are these games, the Star yeah, Wars yeah. F fighter games, and I think I think this looks fantastic. What I do like is is you know, they're doing. Basically, you've got to put together a team with your different ships with different abilities. I did you've like got that. your bombers. You've got your A-wing, which is super fast. Your support fighters. Uh, what is the support? Does the support one can heal or yeah. bring in ammo? They're, they're, they're pulling in the Trinity okay. in, in dogfighting. I actually okay. think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's su super cool. And just look at like space fighting. Dogfighting in space is always good in the Star Wars universe. I, I What I did notice, what did stand out to me, is they spent a lot less time on single player. It was like your first minute and a half was single player and then the rest of it was multiplayer and explain it so this is looks like to me intended multiplayer to be the main part of this game and if they can nail that dude i am all yeah. there and i do like the tie fight the fact that the tie the tie fighter can like do this 360 in space and turn around yeah, that little and go, like, like oh, turn yeah so cool that's yeah, gonna be cool spicy how about you thoughts impressions yeah, it's been a long time since we've had a good dogfighting game. Yeah. And oh, that right there. Yeah, yeah. I um, love that. I think uh, the last dogfighting game that I really liked was on the OG Xbox. I can't remember its name, but it had like prop planes. Um, Crimson Skies? Was it that one? I think so. Was it Crimson Skies? Was it Crimson Skies? I don't know. I don't know. It's just... It's the plane game. Yeah, dogfighting game. games are really, really fun. And... I kind of wet my palate a little bit with Elite Dangerous with their bounty hunter mode and yeah. everything. Um, but this looks fast, hardcore dogfighting in the Star Wars universe. And I think uh, um, I'm really, really going to like this. Yeah. The thing about uh, dogfighting games is I, I don't think it's for everybody. Like, I don't know if, I mean, you didn't like Elite Dangerous too much, right? But that wasn't because you liked it once. Dogfighting. I actually preferred the, the dogfighting dog fighting, right? mode yeah. over. 
I don't think dogfighting's for everybody, but I feel like there's a vacuum or there's a lack of dogfighting games out there. Yeah. Um, and there has been for a while. Uh, a modern dogfighting game will have progression, like the old ones didn't have progression. Sure. You know, uh, upgrading your ships. Well, yeah, I mean, they had all the components list that they just showed there in the trailer. Yes. Yeah. And the and customization. So it's going to be a modern dogfighting game. And I love that it's in the Star Wars universe because I love that universe. Um, I love how fast you go through the ships, like you're going through the Death Star in uh, Return of the Jedi. You know how fast you can go through that. Um, I think it's exciting to see to see this really, yeah. and and to see all this gameplay. Yeah. I really like the trailer. It was a little long for my taste. It kind of got <laughs> they kind of started beating a dead horse over and over because I they were kind of repeating themselves in some spots. Uh-huh. But it was overall a real exciting thing to watch because of the hardcore dogfighting aspect to this game. This is going to be my favorite mode. So there's going to have a couple different modes. There's going to have dogfight mode, which is just team deathmatch. 5v5. A 5v5. And then this is going to be one of the modes right here that we're watching. And this is fleet battles. And basically, you've got you've got a fleet with you. You're going against a team with a fleet. Think of um, Battlefield. What's the mode in Battlefield where... Like you've got to always put like you win this line and then you push forward to the it yeah, opens up I the think next it's line. Fr- front lines. Although I think that's yeah, front lines. That's or like of, conquest assault. Yeah, right? that's kind of this concept here in that when you when you beat your team past a certain level, then you go on to attack their front line ships. Then you go on to attack you know their next ships, and then you're got to take down. Um, their star destroyer, yeah. right? Like that's that's a really cool a tug of war. Is this tug of war type of battle, and you've got to move your ships back to defense or offense, depending on how your team is doing. But the way that it looks blows well, my mind on on those scenes. That's why I think I think fleet mode is the one that I, the mode that I'm most interested in at the moment. The flying does look incredibly smooth, right? Yeah, that's why, that's why really I think good. with like if, space, if, if, no if you got a if you got a joystick setup, I think this game will be really fun, right? So Yeah. My is it like is it my I, I think it looks cool. My only question is the longevity, right? Like can you play this Well if multiplayer well, the, is you know, not fun, then that's that's <laughs> yeah. well the well, long multi- not gonna the work. thing that's been missing in dogfighting games for longevity is progression. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that's yeah. what it looks like they're adding to this. So I think you're gonna have that aspect added to this game, which is really exciting to see. No, it'll be it'll be fun. Well, they did talk about no microtransactions. Yeah, that's yeah. That, yeah, so course. we don't uh, you don't gotta worry about EA's that. He's never gonna make that mistake. Yeah, you don't gotta worry about that. So there's that. You know, it's all earnable in game, which is really cool. Overall, I mean, I think the EA conf. This does come out October second, by the way, yeah. of this year. So we've yeah, fairly just got soon. a couple months to look forward having, to this. Uh, before you move on, having. Yeah. Um, a buff debuff plant, you know, fighter, and then a straight attack fighter, and then tank fighters. Basically, I'd call those. Actually, I don't know if they really have tank fighters. I think more it's like DPS, DPS with the bombers, with the bombers yeah. right? You have your different aspects. It's gonna be really cool to see that, that in game. Together, well, yeah. and team compositions, right? Like, do you do two of this, two of that, one of it, right? It's do gonna they- be super cool. And I really like how the the support class disables other planes as well the as heals. Beam. Yeah, has a tractor beam. Super, super interesting uh, how that support class is gonna work out. So. It's very I'm exciting. excited. Yeah, October second. This is a big game coming from EA. Well done, EA, with this uh, Star Wars game in Motive. Um, overall, I thought the EA conference. I I was expecting to see more next gen. I know that's not typically what EA does. Anyways, they did also show off Madden. They also showed off FIFA. They really talked a lot about in those games. They showed off a little bit of the Sims, but they talked about in their sports games how next generation is going to be used. They showed off. They had a couple things showing, you know load times, next generation, spatial audio, um, how they can use 
take advantage in different games with these things. But beyond that, they didn't show like a next gen game yet, which EA, I don't think really ever does. They kind of show the game that are coming out that year, the year of, right? Which I appreciate. That is, yes, I appreciate that too. But in a next gen year, it would have been nice to see a next gen, mm-hmm. next gen game, in my opinion. I agree. I also think, I, I mean, if we're going to compare presentations so far, I love Sony's. Yes, just Sony's was good. Just game after game well, here, after game after th- game. Here's the thing. EA sticks to a presentation, and they always stick to that presentation. Like, mm-hmm. this was yeah. the same. It's not my favorite format to have 20 minutes of somebody talking. EA play. And then the game for a minute, and then another 20 minutes of people here's talking. Here's the thing. If I you, don't like that. If you think about it, EA play live, right? EA play live is their thing. It really is a conference that they do at E3 every year that is built for people to come in and try out their games. Yeah. That's how they're set up. It's not the same. I don't think they view it as the same purpose as a Microsoft or a PlayStation or an Ubisoft or a Bethesda. They're set up away from E3, usually in Hollywood somewhere. That's a pain to get to. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's full of tents and you wait in line to play and sample these new games. And they give out good swag. They, I do, actually, they do give out some me, of the best let swag. Let me tell you a story here. I uh, had a lot of yard work this week oh. at my house. Oh, okay. I actually busted out the EA Play hat oh. for shade. <laughs> it works fantastic. It. Yeah, it was really good. It works great. Now that My wife was embarrassed. She closed the windows. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. So there you go. Super exciting. We're starting to get lots of news on games. Uh, it's just a good, t- it's a good time to be alive. It's a good time to be alive. <laughs> and to be a gamer. Be a gamer, yeah, for sure, yeah. And that brings us to the next segment of our show. Okay. This is the news segment. Jordan, tell us what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this week. Lots of good stuff. So first thing is, actually, I want to talk about Warzone. Oh, so dirty season one. Warzone, uh, season one. last week we talked about the, the new events that they're doing. I called them modes because I actually thought they were modes at the time, but apparently I can't read properly. Anyway, <laughs> I was talking to Ronan, and I actually got to jump into a match uh, yesterday. Okay. Um, the events that they're doing, I just gotta say, it's it is actually really cool. So what what it is is those three events we talked about last week. The, the oh sorry, uh, you said Warzone. I thought you were talking about Warface. No Warzone. I yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, there's a lot of war out there. <laughs> it's so confused. Okay, Warzone. Though. Yeah, Warzone. So those events we were talking about last week, uh, they're in-game events. So every round they have a random chance of spawning one of those events: the jailbreak, which is everybody gets out of the gulag; the fire sale, which, mm. which uh, everything's super cheap at the store; and then of course the supply chopper, which basically brings in this heavily supplied chopper that you just gotta just DPS down, and then it drops a crate, and that crate has like UAVs. They got got a ton of good stuff in this. So I got to play, and actually having those events in game, I, I feel like everybody's going kind of moving at least battle royales anyway are kind of moving towards this and I, i'm gonna call it the Fortnite style events where they do them live they do them in game yeah. like i like the randomness you you can get one of three game mode or one of those three randomly throughout the game and from what i can tell it it almost i don't know if there's certain minutes that it happens i only played a few matches if there's certain time frames it happens but it seems like it, it literally happens randomly that's cool right so which is really cool anyway I just want to give them credit. Yeah. And then just tell you that the in-game events is uh, Speaking really cool. of that, Fortnite did yeah. have their event this week that I watched that it with over. you. It was cool, On man. your stream? They, you have got to give them credit on style. I mean, we say this a lot, but damn. Yeah. They do a good job. Well, and just how, how they do it in-game with... I mean, it's it's 
in game. It's an event. It's crazy. Everybody's freaking out. Like ball towers came up. The ball towers, and they got electrified. They did. Then you got they lost some gravity, and then they have a little bit of Abstergo storytelling. Yeah, there. they did. They they incorporated Abstergo. They fortnighted Abstergo. Yeah, they fortnighted Abstergo. <laughs> it was, really it was pretty awesome. So uh, anyway. Uh, moving on, so Fortnite had their event. Uh, Warzone has those cool events that we talked about last week uh, that are going on right now. And then Vigor Ooh. had their launch of season four. Season uh, Quattro. I got to uh, jump in. Let me give you my first impressions, so that I'll turn it over to David because okay, he's yeah. played more than I have. I my have. first impressions is <laughs> I don't like the new map for this season. Uh, oh, Fisk. Fisk, their their featured map. Fisk. I, wish- I like the name. Yeah, yeah Fisk. That's it's a, a good fishing, one. It's a fishing town. I yeah. believe Fisk means fish. <laughs> Oh, does it really? Yeah, that's according to at least any time in that game because it's like it takes place in Norway. Every time I see a sign with a fish, it says Fisk. <laughs> so I'm just assuming fish. Wow. I'm I de- learned more. Fish, I'm deducing. Yeah. I'm, the more you know. Yeah. So. Okay. So that I mean, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that map. It's just not my style of map, right? I, I prefer the other maps. I wish they would change them more frequently, though. Uh, yeah, you're getting about one every update. So there's two updates a season, mm-hmm. and so you're getting it changes. I every I wish, and this is just my opinion, weekly. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. wish there was I a think, weekly I think change, more right? more consistent turnover. Here's the thing. Uh, one of the weaknesses of Vigor, they have world class, couple world class maps, and they have a couple duds. <laughs> Fisk is not. Fisk is actually is not a dud. I've actually grown to understand Fisk a little more. But here's the problem with Fisk. Fisk is this giant map. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm holding up my hands. Just think of like a one by one by one foot map, right? Square foot map. And then picture just the edges of that map here and here is where all the gameplay takes place. So you have lots of wasted space. You have nine tenths of the map just empty that nobody goes to. That's the problem with that map. Mm hmm. And Welcome to so Day Z. <laughs> yeah. That's the, I, it's, these are the guys it's that say developers. Yeah. yeah. Same developers. There you go. No, so they, of course, have a new battle pass, which they got a lot of cool new yep. stuff. Um, but what I want, what I jumped into, so I jumped into a, a couple regular raids, which was fun because I didn't get to play it till later in the week. Uh, I did jump into a few rounds of the new game mode. Elimination mode. Which is really, it's basically team deathmatch. Team deathmatch, capture the flag. Which is great, and yeah. everybody is spawned with the same loadout. Everybody, so it's, it's all just hey, who's those better, maps? Or me. Those maps. That map is are good. really good. Yeah, that the map, oil tanker. That map takes place on one island, and then you you do each match at a different part of the island. So there's actually four maps within one map. There, that needs to be an encounter. I map. did the boat. That boat map is yeah, my favorite. I call it the oil, That's oil my favorite. Tanker. I don't that's know my favorite one. Big boat. The elimination mode is good. They dropped it without. You can't team up with your friends yet, so it's randoms that you get put in with. But you were once, saying once teams coming. come, that will be good. Teams are coming probably in the first update of season four. Mm-hmm. That'll be really good for that. It's just an arcade mode, but it is really good overall. Season four, I think, is one of the best seasons, if not the best season that they dropped. It just feels like Vigor's maturing. This feels like a mature release. Mm-hmm. Well, it feel you can feel that they're they're adding new stuff. They're pro- it's progression, right? It's, yeah, you know, you can feel that they're they're, they're coming into their yeah. own. Uh, yeah, Teddy Bear says I use mortars today. Fantastic. This is this is the one that dropped mortars. I've been using mortars. Mortars don't unlock until level thirty five in the battle class with the blueprints, but you can get them in the safe. You can pick them mm-hmm. up off of other players. Have you got they're a fun. chance to use them? I have got. A chance is it to use a one them. hit kill? I haven't. It seen is not a one hit kill. Two but, hits, right? But if you if you don't move, it basically is a way to flush people out of camping. Mm-hmm. I don't think the intention is to kill people. Although if they don't move and they try to bunker down, they will be killed. Um, every time I used one, the player 
immediately. It's like a shock and awe. It's essentially like a grenade. When you hear a grenade, you run. They run, yeah. There are no grenades in this game, but but yeah, they they run. Um, and it's just a good way to flush flush people out. They didn't improve their battle pass. I had a huge complaint about their battle pass last season in that because of... because So take Tarkov. The reason Tarkov... Here, I figured out why Tarkov doesn't have battle pass. Because it's counter to the point of the game. The point of the game is to get in, get as much good loot as you can, survive, and get out. There is a risk reward with that. You are rewarded for taking risk at times, right? Mm-hmm. That Those games are at their best when you take that risk and you survive. Or even if you take that risk and you don't quite make it, but you're like, dang, that <laughs> game is at their best. In With a battle pass, the way that last season was, was done in vigor is if I go in and I take a risk and I die zero XP towards my battle pass. Mm -hmm. And so in a game like that, you're like that just, uh, it's like counterintuitive. That's like two competing interests, the battle pass and the way vigor is supposed to be played. Like they're the battle pass discourages any type of play except for avoid everybody and get out. Right. Like, which essentially hurts the game. They've, they've made some tweaks this battle pass this season, you're getting experience for doing stuff. And they, the way they fixed it is they added mm-hmm. bonus XP in there uh, at every, like every five levels. So now it's possible actually to, to do the battle. Pass. Well, and that's how they do it in this last update. Let's, let's take Tarkov. For example, they've actually, they made changes to essentially push back against just running in and running out. Right. Yeah. For example, in Tarkov now, uh, I don't know the exact number, but you have to either get a kill or, or loot so much worth of or you loot things which gives you experience and you have to go get so much experience worth before you can extract or it counts it as a run through and what a run through is is basically like you just ran through the raid yeah you know you're I mean? just map right? map knowledge right they also i mean they made some other changes as well but i i mean vigor should do that same thing like obviously you get more xp for yeah they for, you know, they've adjusted it in such a way that they now are more congruent like yeah. the battle pass and the, what they know, the what they should do, and I think what'll help is if you well I don't know I mean what do you think of them giving you like an outrageous amount of XP for a getting kills? Uh, like looting actually, looting gives you XP. Let's say that's like how looting it was gives before. you fifty XP. They were giving you five hundred XP for 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 a kill for right? like a headshot, right? Wh- which encourages fighting, right? Not which just a headshot, fighting. but just a kill, right? They actually removed that. Mm-hmm. It's much more balanced. Yeah. you only get a hundred for a kill now, and only a hundred for a headshot. So. It's not even close as much. Whereas, if you get X amount of loot of rare loot or this certain type of loot, you can pu- you can run out with four hundred XP, right? Yeah. And so it's this, but it's much more balanced. Of that's good because it got to a point last season where I didn't care about loot at all. Like yeah, you I'm just jumping in, go I'm going for kills so that I can t- take their loot. Um, this season, I do care about loot, and it's because of these adjustments that they've made. Mm-hmm. They've done a good job. That's good overall. That's good. What if they did? Uh, you get more XP per higher level the person is. That's what Tarkov does. Yeah, see, that would be cool. But they do have titles now, you know, Mm -hmm. that you could base that off time played or they don't have a level up system, uh, but they have battle pass levels. So you could base it off of that. Time played, I guess you could do it. I mean, they have different stuff like, for instance, the guys that you know are are good, they they have these titles that... I've killed a thousand outlanders and that's really hard in that game. So those guys are like legit, right? They play so you could do it. So you could do it that way, but that's a really Tarkov. Tarkov has the best system. Let's be honest. Like that's, they're doing it right for that style of game. Yeah. For that mm-hmm. style. Of if game. it was any other style, I would, 
you destroy my mind. <laughs> that was, that's just uh, rough. Yeah, it's a rough uh, game. So Vigor Season 4 is available now for everybody, and then we have another update with Warface. Their oh, season, season 1, one. is available, and this I did get to play quite a few. Yeah, what did you of. think? Because they did also drop patch notes for this where they doubled down on improvements and some improvements. Yes, that, so... That uh, this patch, uh, before we get into the juicy stuff, it does come with improvements. Uh, one of the improvements that they talked about is freezes. So they, they're, they've they done a hot fix to freezes, right? Obviously, just a bunch of different quality of life stuff. You know, they're continuously improving the game via lag, freezes, all that stuff, right? And there's more patches to come, right? They're continuously working on it. This big patch, though, was... Uh, about season one, right? Yeah. Uh, most of it was season one. Ranked mode oh, is here officially. I, I should, it is all right. I That's should good. say another big one that was at least big for me. Uh, there was also. Oh, never mind. Never yeah. mind. Anyway, see, yes, yeah. Anyway, so anyway. the never big mind. one for you was a no, big no, old no. never mind. Never no, mind. I was looking at something else. The big one for me was uh, ranked mode, and actually, funny enough, punishing people for doing stupid things. Yeah. Like yeah. killing your teammates because in ranked mode, friendly fires on. So don't playfully shoot your teammate in ranked mode. What happens? You, you will kill them. Um, you get, I think you get removed from the game. That's CSGO. Yeah, yeah. that's just like CSGO. Yeah, and and you get banned for a certain amount of time. Which, honestly, it, it's kind of hard. It looks like the ban is, about 20, is 24 hours is what I've seen from people. That's, yeah, that's CSGO level yeah. banning. Yeah. Yep, that's, so if yep. you get removed from a game. Even for latency. If you have latency issues, they've people have been banned. Is that to prevent like lagging? I like yeah, that. That's, yeah. yeah. Think yeah. It that's finally awesome. encourages people with good internet. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Latency issues uh, have been people with latency have been banned. Yeah, so it's I believe it's uh, AFK about 24 hour. So current penalty system considers all types of leaving as as leaving, right? So anytime you leave. So if you leave intentionally like, "Oh shoot, you know, got to go to dinner." Don't start a ranked match before dinner, right? Yeah. You know? uh, AFK, so if you're AFK, it kicks you. How, um, do we know how much time AFK Yeah, because is? there is... So in this game, I have had in casual play instances... Oh, people leave all the time. Well, can, instances where the game starts and it's a two-minute round. Thirty, if Even if they just are 30 seconds, which doesn't sound like a lot of time, that's the difference of a game, and then they don't start moving... That so yeah, what, I'd be curious what the time is for that for AFK at least yeah for um, AFK yeah it, it I don't know I mean I'm sure it's not going to be like five seconds I'm yeah sure. I, that's a tricky that's a tricky one because I here's the thing rank mode you're punished enough that I don't think it will exist in rank mode that's something that was happening in casual mode as people are trying to learn the game so I think a good AFK timer is one minute in okay. games like this yeah because it does not and and I mean because the game can obviously register like oh he's in the st well I mean I don't know maybe I don't know but the thing is is I, I I didn't I didn't test this out, but does the store have a timer in ranked mode? Um, yes, because in, in CS:GO the store has a timer, so you can't it, just cheat it, the system and say, "Oh, I was in the store the yeah, whole time." It makes you know what sense. I mean? I'm sure yeah. it does. But uh, anyway, we'll come back. But anyway, I think a minute is good for for <coughs> AFK. If you're sitting there for a minute, you're obviously you know yes. you're not ready to go. You got to use the Doing. bathroom before the game. Yeah, and after the game or and, during. And, or, yeah. Don't. But bring it in with you. Yeah, yeah, it's wireless technology. <laughs> you gotta, you know. But uh, no, I I do actually like the that you're being punished for leaving because you're probably still gonna lose that game because you're down a player, right? But the satisfaction you have out of that loss is that guy's not gonna play for the next twenty four hours, right? <laughs> and that's what he deserves, uh, right? But anyway, 
Uh, season one is here. Uh, like David said, there's not uh, really a traditional battle pass. What they have is they have seasonal milestones, I guess, if you want to call them, seasonal rewards. When you reach certain things like, uh, you know, certain rankings, you get different unlocks, uh, different banners and stuff like that. They do have a new season one loot box uh, that you can get. So every time you level up with your, your let's just say your player level, yeah. uh, you get a loot box, right? Which then unlocks a random piece of, uh, you know, there. skin. And those are yeah. common loot boxes yeah. that you get. Yeah. Now uh, they do the same thing. Uh, they just have a season one loot box in addition to the regular loot box. Uh, how that works is you also have a season ranking now. Yeah. So as you play, so for example, my first round, I got 70 points because we just, we dominated, right? Domination. Uh, I mean, baby. I don't, I, I think you can get more than 70 we're points. we're just so good. But, but we won. Domination. We got 70 points and that ranks you up, right? You have a separate ranking for season ranking and just your player level, right? So there's your player level and then there's your rank, right? Which is really cool. Every time that levels up, uh, of course, you know, season loot box as well. I think I actually haven't yeah, opened it. A, yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. opened a season loot box yet because I was just we're, just, we're on a roll. You know yeah. what I mean? And when you're on a roll, you got to keep you going. Don't, you don't mess up the, the matchmaking. It's like you know messing I mean? with Lady Luck. Yeah, you, you don't do that. Anyway, I actually like the season one. I like the season progression. I do get your point about being battle passed out i like the battle pass system but i do like what they're doing it's how, nice how it's, yeah, it's nice okay if have. i if i earn rank 20 i'll get this reward right yeah. i don't have to pay for it it's no, just I like, if i, if I, I, I like earn rank that a lot. this if i get they even have uh, different variations of rankings um which i understand how they work but it's still kind of a little confusing do you know how they have the three different rankings like there's your base rankings yeah and then what is it in so many days the next ranking will unlock and then the next ranking after that right yeah uh, very cool. They did also add a little quality of life that I didn't notice before. Now, this is the first time I actually played Warface in about a week because... Uh, oh, Sorry, okay. important note on the loot boxes before you move on. If you ever get a dupe, they will give you coins instead. So there's no duplicates. Yeah. In their, in their, in their loot crates. They also are very upfront about the percentages of your loot crates. Uh, so your percentages is uncommon is 54% or common is 54%. Uncommon is a 30%, so any item that's uncommon, you got a 30% chance. Rare items, you get a 10% chance yes. of getting. Epic, 5%, and legendary is a 1%. That old 1% RNG. Dude, that yeah. 1%. Now, here's the question. I do like well, I do like their transparency on this topic particularly. No, no, I do too. Like, let, me, let me know that. I do have one question. Though. Yeah, go ahead. That'll either make me upset or not upset. Okay, go ahead. How much currency do you get for a duplicate? Because if it is anything it like say. Overwatch, then it's shoot just, me now, just shoot yeah, me it's, now. It's literally a waste. <laughs> it does. It doesn't. It say. literally does nothing. If I get their real money currency or in-game currency, if I get like one coin per duplicate, it's yeah. just like, what's the point? Like, just what's the point? We're it talking. Just says, it just says you get a certain amount of coins instead of a duplicate, depending on the item rarity. So the more, the higher okay. rarity, the higher coins you okay. get, right? Okay. Yeah, in Overwatch, you get, what, five coins? And then you can spend those games in the game duplicate. shop. What you get from Overwatch is called depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you get from uh, that, that loot box series. That is funny. Uh, the game we're talking about is Warface Breakout. Everyone in chat that's asking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um... I feel like I was going to say something else. I feel like there was another good... Oh, yeah, a little quality of life thing. Now, like I said, I haven't played this in a week, so I don't know if this came in a hot fix or if this... Because I played it just right after the patch launched. Yeah. On their maps, they actually show the zones of the bomb now, and they show the zones of the store. Like, mm. you know how when you load into a map, it says yeah. you're playing on... No, that's oh, new that's on Sandstorm, good, yeah. which is... That's new. new with Season 1. Yeah, so you're playing on Sandstorm, which, by the way... It's like the only map I play. So if they could, you know, get that map rotation. Do you like going. Sandstorm? I do. I okay. I like it now. I, think, I didn't like it at first. I think all of their maps are good. 
I, I don't think there's one that I just like absolutely hate. I think Sandstorm is my least favorite really? of all five I really maps. like Sandstorm now. I think on attack especially. Mm-hmm. But. My favorite map is City because that one just feels good. There's 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 ways under the map. There's there's high and low. Yeah. I, that that map feels good. That does you feel know good. What I mean? That is a good map. Um, I think that's my favorite. I think Sandstorm's my least favorite. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know. It's not, I don't know. I don't, it's just. There's I, no long angles on that map. It, it's an, yeah, it's on just. Sandstorm? Uh, oh, except that middle corridor, right? The middle corridor, because you can but shoot across. You, if you go through there, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> if any, well, if anyone's camping up top, yeah. 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 I, I think, don't know. Everywhere else, it just feels like closed quarter stuff. Yeah. Also, you can get up on each side of A and B and kind of look down, and that's kind of a. But you're only angle, looking down not, at the point. But not you a know, super it's just, long. It's it's it's. Yeah, I think City is my favorite because you have the upper and lower right. Um, you have paths that cut straight through the middle. You have mm-hmm. the underground right. I think there's a lot of paths and a lot of map knowledge and a lot of angles right. A lot of places to check when you come around the corners. I think the next best one after that is I call it shipment, but I think it's actually called cargo. Mm. And the reason I like cargo is same thing. There's a middle kind of area that leads in all the directions, right? And there's a lot of corners to check. There's upper and lowers, right? There's cutting through the map. I like that. After that, it's it's really kind of a free-for-all for for the other two. Um, What's the other one called? Oasis. Oasis, and then there's another one. Sandstorm. Sandstorm is my least favorite. I like Ship, Oasis and one that you call the cargo. Cargo is my next favorite one. And then we played it the other day. It's it's where you start and you cross the bridge as the attackers. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, I know. Uh, I, I forget the name about. of it anyway. But anyway, interesting. I I do. I hope they come out with more maps like City. I I really like yeah. the way City is. Anyway, um. But no, yeah. So on the loading screen, when you load in, it shows a it shows a. Uh, overview of the map and what it does now is it shows the actual zone for B and zone for A so you can see where it's at on the map and then it shows the zones for each store on uh, each side which is really cool um, it did feel the game's kind of hit and miss for me even when we were, we were playing the other night and it was it was kind of hit or miss for me the new patch again it did feel a little bit better with of course freezes and lag like I didn't really notice too much lag in the rounds that I played uh, but the game's almost hit and miss. I feel like there's some rounds where I I have a pretty flawless experience, and there's other matches where it's just like it, it's rough for a round, and then good, and then rough again. You yeah. know what I mean? So I like it rough. <laughs> not this rough, David. Yeah, not with your lag. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is not the kind of rough that feels good. <laughs> uh, they do also have. We spent a lot of time about this, so I'll move on. But we, they, they they do have uh, seasonal cosmetics that you can buy. Um, it actually, you look like a Spartan from Halo uh, for the, is it the Warden side? Yeah. Uh, anyway, they have some cool cosmetics. It is cool. Season one. There you go. Very cool. Cyberpunk. Oh, it got delayed good, again. Good slash bad news. <laughs> yeah. So the de- it got delayed. I believe it was September is when they said it was yeah. going to come out. September. Now, now it's, it's November 19th. Yeah. November 19th. So we got a hard date. November 19th. They did say that <laughs> it was actually kind of funny how they said it. They said, hey. We're hoping this is the last time we delay it. <laughs> I, I honestly, I honest, like I'm disappointed, kind of, but honestly, I'm going to be purchasing this on the next gen. So the closer you move it to next gen releases or. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good. I, interesting. I, you know, why not? Interesting stuff about the next gen. So the game will be releasing, uh, what was it, November 19th? November 19th. Yeah. Uh, it will be on next gen consoles. Yes. But it won't necessarily have the update at launch, right? Exactly. The game will... It, it's kind of confusing. Like, you got to read it through. So, Cyberpunk 2077 will be available... Everywhere. 
on launch day on the next gen consoles via backward compatibility, right? So you can still get your next gen console loaded up. Cyberpunk will be there. You can play it. It won't be graphically updated and all the like. It won't be taking full advantage of the new yeah, systems until with, yeah. they come out with that patch, much like we saw with like the Xbox One X, right? That patch is to be determined, right? Yeah. They they didn't necessarily say when it was coming out. They kind of were very hesitant on saying a date on when it's coming out. Yeah, I don't blame but them. But yeah, they got to finish that genital uh, yeah. part of the game. Uh, yeah, the, uh, in, in 4K, 120 frames. Yeah. The official, <laughs> right now, it's just pixels. <laughs> the official quote from Cyberpunk in the statement said that, quote, both content and gameplay-wise, the game is finished. However, we want to take more time for balancing, fixing bugs, and making the game more polished. Mm-hmm. Which I think uh, it, it's such an ambitious game. Yeah. And I, I do believe one of the criticisms of The Witcher was bugs and stuff like that, right? So maybe they're trying to avoid that. Um, they did talk about expansions and multiplayer. I'm not really thinking about multiplayer in this game because, like, it's not, you know, I, I think first and foremost is a single-player story-driven game, right, which is fine with me. But they did talk about those will be delayed according to the new launch date, right? Mm. So if, you know, this was delayed by so many weeks, those will probably be delayed by so many weeks, mm. right? Which there wasn't really, you know, any release date for those anyway. And multiplayer, they touched on that a little bit, still way out there. Yeah. <laughs> still way far out there, right? Multiplayer is going to be interesting. Their first kind of stab at multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, it will, it will be interesting. But like I said, I don't like, I mean, if it never comes out, it won't necessarily hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like there was one more thing that they talked about in here, but uh, I don't think so. So there you uh, go. Anyway. 2077, November 19th. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and when that obviously that upgrade patch comes out for the Xbox One X, it will be free for anybody who has already purchased yeah, the game. So you, it's the same. You buy the game once, it's yours forever, Good. right? But don't necessarily expect full advantage of the new consoles day one. Right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, this next story is actually really cool. So Steel Series, uh, if you know the company, they make headphones, keyboards, all that stuff. They're doing a giveaway right now uh, of a new game coming out called Road Company. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I actually, yeah. Uh, I actually didn't know about this until earlier today. Yeah. I was browsing through our Discord. Uh, I don't know exactly who found it first, but thank you to our Discord for talking about it because it's really cool. Uh, anyway... Uh, high res studio game. Yeah, high res studio game. Third uh, person, rogue company. It's a third person uh, team shooter. I would say, and people might get mad at me, but I th- it feels it's third person Valorant. Yeah, and that's kind of what I saw a few people talking about in Discord today. But anyway, uh, the chat and the talk in Discord made me go look at this Steel Series. Anyway, basically, what you need to do is if you go to steelseries.com you do have to create account it's not that hard email password you're done and basically uh you just sign up for the beta or alpha is what it's in you can choose if you want it on playstation 4 pc or xbox i believe you can actually take all three if you want but uh, anyway so i obviously went in I, i picked it for the xbox i decided to download it it's downloaded on my box baby it it looks really fun it looks really cool now that it is in alpha and it is under N- what is that? What are they called? NDA. NDA. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't stream it or talk about it or I mean you know you can't really this, advertise girl, it. Right. Lady, the first rule of Rogue Company my, is you don't, don't talk about, about Rogue Company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, this is just for everybody. It's I think this is going on until claim your closed alpha key until June 26. So so jump on the. I mean you still got a little while left. But jump on it quick. Um, if if you don't know where the you know where to find a link or you can't find it, it's in our Discord 
you can also go to Still Series Twitter. They retweeted it. Same with Rogue Company. But anyway, I think it's going to be. Uh, I'm excited to try it out. So it's going to be fun. They've got a great, a good pedigree so, here. This is a game. I mean, a studio that just does these things correctly. Um, and from what I've, I do been like seeing people in the community that have played it. They're really, really liking yeah, it. Yeah, so this is really cool. So be sure to give that a try. SteelSeries.com. Just sign up, and then uh, you'll be able to choose. Last what but not least, do. we've got free play Yay, days. Yay, more free play days. We got Pez. Boom. Pro uh, Evolution Soccer. Not the candy, the soccer. Yeah, Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, MotoGP 20, and Don't Starve Together, which, by the way, I have never played, but here is a really fun game. I've bought Don't Starve Together so many times. <laughs> on multiple. On, yeah, multiple bought stuff. it so many times. Um, so these are going on. They're available now until Sunday, June 21st. It's the free play days, uh, and those are the games for it. There you go. That brings us to the last segment of our show. This is the portion of the show where we take your questions to submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash positive gaming or x1bros.com forward slash support. First question comes from the one and only Brandon Ryan. Brandon Ooh. Ryan writes in and says, X1 Bros, though the Series X is dropping later this year, we know it won't be the last console from Microsoft. How soon would be too soon to see a beefier specced up flagship console? One year, two years, you guys rock. Thoughts? We know that it's iterations like phones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. What do we think the next... Well, if we look historically... Historically speaking. Historically speaking, it's every three years. Three years, okay. Except we had a rare occurrence with the Scorpio. Um, That one came out two years in between the S. I... Yeah. So Because you had the Xbox One, three years you had the Xbox S... Um, well, you had like an elite, remember? Elite, uh, then the S. But the elite was the same. It was the, it there was, was no the, difference. It was, was just a, a bigger hard drive. A bigger hard drive, yeah. And the it came was, with a... Uh, smaller and 10% more It came with the elite, yeah, the elite controller. controller. Yeah. Um, but it's every... It's generally every three years, I think. Unless they want to s- just spray a little... You know, a pinch of uh, something yeah. spicy. Yeah. But I think it's going to be every three years. About the same? Yeah. yeah. I, I think if they go down, I think you could see two years like this nominal upgrade on something especially since now nothing is you know there are no generations right so i think three years gives them enough time to make money and then then and then it gets hyped back up for the next one and it gives them enough time to make money for yeah. that one. I think three you know, years is a sweet spot, and I nice, think Xbox has figured that out. It's a out. nice round number, nope, too. I think you're right, and then it gives it enough time for technology to advance and get yeah. you, yeah. you know what I mean, right? So, I so think that's, my, that's my theory. I think you're right. I agree with you. I think you're right, wow. too. Wow. Wow, you are a... You're, Somebody soundbite oh, that. Good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brendan Ryan, thank you very much for writing in. Great question. Josh Grotberg writes in and says, Hey, bros. Mine is a two-parter, uh, but combined into one. Now that Cyberpunk is delayed until November... Do you think you guys will just wait and get the Xbox Series X version considering it would be so close to launch anyway? Speaking of the Series X, do you think in July they need to announce a digital edition like Sony did? I'm all digital now and would prefer a cheaper one and go all digital. Keep up the great work. Um, so let's just take let's take the Cyberpunk question. We kind of already answered it in talking about it. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Buy, yeah, right? it really if you buy matter. it, it comes with you. Um, you. Of course, you won't have that. I'm sh- I'm pretty positive there won't be a patch on day one that makes it take advantage of the full system. That'll come a little bit later, but it, it'll be with you regardless if you buy it on Series having, X or one. Having right. said that, if it did matter, 
I would, it, it being so close to the Series X, I would wait to the Series X. I'm day one. I can't wait any longer than I have to. You, you know what I mean? Patient bastard. Yeah, I, I can't wait to create my character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to take this second question on on the digital edition, but I want to bring in Dark Knight's question here because this is similar. He says, how's it going, bro? has been listening to a lot of chatter about Project Lockhart uh, and could see Xbox using this as its new xCloud digital box, all streaming for $20 a month streaming service uh, mm-hmm. as a streaming service kit. Is that Project Lockhart? Josh Grobberg says, are they having a digital edition? I think I'll go first. I think absolutely both Dark Knights. Uh, I think Dark Knights theory of an all digital box really focused on the Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate is exactly what we're going to see, which is an all digital mm-hmm. All digital no, I box. agree. I mean, the rumors of Project Lockhart have been out there for, what, a year now, right? Yeah. Forever, right? Yeah. And if you remember, so Sony did their digital version and their, their disc version, right? But uh, also uh, Xbox, uh, was it last year? Uh, early last year, they did the 1S digital version, right? So, yeah. I mean, they, they've done it before uh, at a cheaper price point. They never did it with the 1X, which uh, I, I don't know why or, you know, was it was kind of interesting. But, I mean, they did it with the 1S. I, I don't see any reason for them not to do it with with the new consoles going forward right yeah yeah no, and it's, it's not bad because like like you said like for example if i had the choice between the disc version and a digital version i'd probably at this point in my life lean towards the digital version because the amount of times i actually take the 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 blu-ray out of the case or you know my all my videos are digital they're all still in 4K, you know what I mean? All that stuff because you can just buy them digitally now via, you know, Voodoo or wherever you're watching, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can still get that because before, just a few short years ago, I feel the reason to get like a Blu-ray and stuff was because you wanted that high resolution, right? Yeah. And that was the place of storage for it, right? But now, I mean, there's so many platforms out there. Uh, Voodoo is the one that comes to mind because I use that one actually a bit uh, where you can buy and and have these uh, uh, in super super good quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. In four K. I actually, funny enough, I actually use Xbox's market video marketplace a lot. Uh, I think I bought the entire Harry Potter series just a few weeks ago because why not? You know what I mean? It's all there. It's, why digi- not? Digital. If you can get the digital content at that high resolution, I mean, there's really is there a point for disc anymore? Right? Uh, collectors. <laughs> But only because say, I say but, well that's but I'm that's, only collecting them because I believe discs are going away. Yeah. And and exercise. Yeah. Well no, but that's that's the point of like the cartridge, right? Was there yeah. a point for the cartridge anymore, right? Yeah. Collectors, right? Collectors. You know I mean? yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, I think I think maybe maybe we have there's this iteration and maybe one more iteration with a disc drive and then after that it's all digital. I think we're getting close to that point where it's gonna be all digital yeah, I agree. from now. I agree with you. It just makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Thanks, guys. Psychotic. Psychotic writes in. Oh, great question, Dark Knight and Josh Krautberg. Thank you very much for writing in. The Psychotic writes in and says, Hey, bros, I recently got back into Fallout 76 and I faced a common problem with RPG games. RPG-like games. Do I try to hop in for my current character or start a new one after being gone for a while. Ah, Keep up the great work, and thanks for the normalcy question. you guys bring. Thank you very much, Psychotic. He brings up uh, the cycle of gaming life. Cycle of gaming life. <laughs> I usually start all the way over because yep. I mean because I don't want to learn and think like oh what what happened why even did I do this? when he doesn't have to yeah like Diablo I didn't understand how Diablo worked though. that was so funny in my, I started in over, my defense why? why did you start over I, and I, I wanted four to times. the story you could just you replay could the story that's the point of the game and then you're stronger <laughs> see I needed to I needed to rebuild that relationship with my character between me and my character 
But you can. <laughs> There's no difference. It's the exact same thing you'd be hey, doing. Since we're talking about Diablo, can I tell one of my favorite Diablo stories? Yeah, go ahead. There was this one time where we were playing one of the seasons pretty hardcore. Oh, yeah. We've talked about this before. And Mark spent like a week leveling. Spent, no, it was more than a week. It was three weeks. <laughs> and he, he grinded. I believe, grinded. It, was, I believe it was non-prophetic. Power, yeah, power grinded because you have the Paragon levels, right? Which are your seasonal level kind of thing. Grinded. And then non- ground. Yeah. And then me and David, who had like came back from the beach or whatever, just hopped on and we were low levels. Relaxing. And we played with non-prophetic. And he was such a high level. For Five minutes. Yeah. He and was, you already were right where I was, was. He was such a high level. He cranked it up to the highest difficulty. He was like, I got he, he got, got you guys. He's he like, hey, hold walked, my beer. Just walked dead, forward. Just stand behind me, guys. swarm of death killed the entire <laughs> server. <laughs> and my, then you're right where I was. My game started lagging because the level up animation kept going off. So it was, yeah, it was one of the best Diablo experiences I ever had. <laughs> That was rough on me. Yeah, was it's like, I wasted three weeks of my life. Non-prophetic was our loot cave. He was. He, he was, was our, our, he was our Diablo For five loot minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Triscuit writes in and says, yo, dudes, I'm normally a triple A oh, game. Did we ever finish the question? It's a hard oh, yeah, question. Sorry, it RPG, really depends. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I jumped back into Fallout 76 and I did start a new character. I start over all the time. Yeah. So I do too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't know how many times uh, you started Witcher. The only game I have not started over actually is The Witcher. I just, I Uh, grind it out and I go, you know what? I'm going to relearn the controls. And I grind it out and I relearn the controls for about an hour. You know what bothers me is I'll have stuff in my inventory and I'll have like, and and what bothers me is I don't remember what I was trying to do. And that's what I can't get over. That How many mental. times have we all done the Baron quest? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, logging into an RPG after a couple months is kind of like uh, the Trevor waking up situation, waking up in the middle of the rocks where you're kind of like, it's true. where am I? What they should do, what I would like to see them do is do a recap for you. Like if you've not logged in in a month, the game like previously... <laughs> Yeah, on, a 24 recap. Yeah, previously on this. But then it, shows, like, yeah. it shows your decisions. They have your quest journal, right? I guess you can yeah, read Yeah, I guess you can that, read your yeah. quest journal. But I would like it. Who wants to, to read? I, I, I mean, like there, are, automated. there are games where I feel like I should start over. Like PUBG. Do you know all the buttons on that thing <laughs> oh, are yeah. so bizarre? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I kill this guy? Slickter's got a good response in chat. He says, I replay the first few missions to relearn how to play, and then I go back to my main save. That's actually not a bad way to do it. I actually it. don't know why we haven't done that before. That save us. That's genius. I actually do that with Witcher. Oh, Every you? time I pull it up, I play the Baron stuff, and then I fall back on my character that is just as far, but has a lot of different. Well, because th- that's my like, Gwent deck. In, yeah. in these very large, <laughs> in these large yeah. RPG games, there are, like, if you go away for a while, you you forget some of the character intertwined into other stories that you see that would be a big deal, but aren't a big deal because you don't remember the that interaction. But you the know what I mean? problem. Is these games are they're like so three hundred hour games? Yeah, they're so big, and so it's just gonna happen again. Like I, have, I said, it's the cycle of games. I have just decided that The Witcher Three, it's the greatest game ever made, is my retirement plan. Like when I retire, I will play The Witcher Three. It's a good game. Yeah, it's a great. By game. then, we'll be on like Witcher Twelve. Well, we no, they're done with The Witcher. Yeah, well, um, I mean, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. There, Cyberpunk's next. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Maybe great. I hope there's a Witcher Easter egg in Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Apparently there is. They had a cyber. They had cyberpunk uh, Easter egg in Witcher. Yeah, that so. was that was a cool. Psychotic. Great question. Thank you very much for writing in. A Atrisk, Triscuit writes in and says, "Yo, dudes, 
I'm normally a AAA gamer, playing Halo, Call of Duty, Gears, and so on. However, recently I've been playing a lot of the smaller titles for $20 to $30, as well as enjoying them, such as Minecraft, Minecraft Dungeons, Rocket League, and now Deep Rock Galactic. That's a good game. I, uh, I guess my enjoyment uh, does help when I've been playing these games with friends. He says, I'm hooked and loving Deep Rock Galactic. Are there other small, cheaper titles that you will sink your teeth into more a than a $60 game? More yeah. than a triple A game. Uh, Spicy's got one. For sure. If, I mean, Stardew like, Valley. Uh, yeah, Stardew Valley. I mean, I was going to say Hotline Miami, too. Oh. I, I generally like a lot of indie games. Mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of the uh, art and gaming is going. Yeah. I would say music-wise, um, I, th- I feel like indie games push... The be- they have more ri- they can t- they're allowed to take more risks I sure. guess you would no, say absolutely. than yeah. the mm-hmm. AAA games but yeah there's a lot of good games out there a yeah. lot of good ones I Stardew Valley was a great that's a great time sinker that's one of the games I've bought like six times I yeah. swear like yeah. every, every time it comes out somewhere else I get it so. a, a Triscuit if you if you don't have Game Pass I would recommend Game Pass that's a great way to to check Discover out games too, yeah. lots of these smaller titles that are out there on Game Pass Jordan is there a game that you've played that's a cheaper game, maybe a smaller game that you've put more time into. Well, yeah, let's just let's talk about the two that uh, recently. There's Vigor and Warface. There that, you go. I mean, Vigor, yeah. Vigor's free, you know, with the exception of the Battle Pass, right? And then Warface is only $20, and I've, you know... Warface Breakout. Warface Breakout, yeah. Don't breakout. go buy on Warface yeah. and get no, mad at them. Completely yeah. Warface, Warface is, is free. free. Yeah. <laughs> Warface Breakout is $20, yeah. and uh, I've been playing a lot of that, and I can see myself playing a lot more of that because of the style of game that it is, right? Yeah, no, those are great. Ori, Ori's a chat's talking about Ori. Yeah, platformers, and I love platformers, mm-hmm. and you'll get a lot of those in the indie scene for sure. Yeah, yeah. Graveyard Keeper. What was <laughs> Graveyard Keeper? Graveyard Keeper's fantastic. <laughs> the best is at a certain like the first, the first heat portion of the game. You literally can just chuck bad bodies into the river. No yeah, one just cares. Let them, yeah. And then you find out where that river goes later. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> one that I put a lot of time into was Wargrove. Wargrove is a, is a cheaper, smaller, smaller game. Yes. Wargrove. Wargrove. Great. Really fun, yeah. That is an awesome game. So, that was my game of the year. Yeah, that was, that was. That's a good game. That, that was. Uh, another one that I think is really good, kind of the prime example that kind of has has evolved into a more polished, higher-end game just because of the success that it had over at Ubisoft. Trials. Trials, I think, is a really prime example of a game that... That's not full price. not full price. Yeah. That's, that is that is very, very good. So and You've spent a lot of hours just trying to get that one <laughs> jump. Oh, no. <laughs> like trying, when yeah. you start, in, start to get into those hard difficulty like, levels, yeah. you're, you go crazy, man. Hey, Trisket, thank you very much uh, for that question. Let me ask you this. Spicy, let's start with you. Is there a game that really just blew you away f- from a, and I don't want to say, I'll, I'll use the word artistic, but I don't mean artistic in a way that it's like, look how colorful and beautiful this is necessarily. That could be it. But is there a game that blew you away from an artistic standpoint where, again, not necessarily crazy artistic stuff like a Hotline Miami kind of has a very unique artistic palette. But for instance, like Red Dead Redemption is does some things artistically speaking with music and that that is really good. But is there a game that just blew you away on an artistic level where you you dove in deeper than you didn't think of the game as just the game. You thought of it as a work of art. Yeah, you brought up Hotline Miami. Yeah, that is a graphically not a pretty game, but I'm. That and one, yet it is. Expi- yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, it has its own charm and flair. Um, <laughs> very 
gory charm and flair. <laughs> but the music in that, I mean, uh, for those that hang out uh, live on the show, I'm generally playing a lot of that music from that game. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of the listeners know that I, I enjoy music, right? So um, that when that came out, I think it was 2011. That was a that introduced me to like the synth eighties wave kind of style, just that techno. Um, it actually kind of didn't exist really at the time, um, and now it's you you hear it everywhere uh, in gaming, especially yeah. right. Um, uh, and there's a lot there's a lot of uh, actually don't mean to go on a little bit of tangent, still kind of, kind of related. Um, Carpenter Brute is an artist that I fell in love with that did a lot of music for um, Hotline Miami. And now I saw a trailer for a new sci-fi film. I can't remember what it is, but they advertised, one of the big advertisements for this 80s sci-fi trailer was Carpenter Brute is one oh. of the, he's the composer that's of this cool. uh, of this this movie that's out now. And um, the fact that like he got his he got famous because really of that game he was a little bit famous before but in a very niche market yeah. right um, but that game Hotline Miami is a game that I experienced I didn't play mm. right and because it was because I was introduced to a new level of music that I hadn't heard but just fell in love with sure. that style that heavy hitting synthwave 80s retro john carpenter style music yeah um uh that game that game was fantastic there's there's other games that i think has cute charm like stardew valley it it has a nostalgic kind of no it does kind of it just takes you stardew valley has this ability to interest instantly suck you in yeah yeah um, and it was, it's just such a, it's such a game that has so much charm and you just enjoy, it's a happy game. Yeah. Uh, whereas Hotline Miami is not a happy no. game, right? <laughs> um, I feel I, happy when I make a pass. When I win. <laughs> um, but as far as art, um, the, people are saying in chat Cuphead, I would totally agree with that. That was a, a uh, an interesting game as far as how the artwork was actually created and made and to have the old school animation. Um, that whole game was animated, right? Yeah. Uh, and I mean the old in the nineties, I think games were animated in that kind of uh, way. Like Donkey Kong, I believe all the, all the sprites were animated. Yeah. yeah. Animated that way. And mortal Kombat was the same. You had models stand there, take pictures and then kick and take pictures in different forms, you know, and that's how Mortal Kombat was, was, and, and then they animated those together. So, um, I, I, Cuphead is a great example of taking, uh, an ancient way to, to create animations and then move it into the gaming space with their sprites and how they did that. I find, I find that really interesting, but, but really you see a lot of the, the music and artwork and things like that really shine in the indie scene only because I feel like the developers don't have limits and they are f- more free to make, to, to not be told that you can't do this or this is going to make more money if you do it this way, etc. Mm-hmm. They're able to just express themselves in the games, how they feel. Whereas I feel like the AAA games are very polished, very smooth, but you have a lot of hands in the pot that limit a lot of the creativity, I think, a little bit more, you know. So I think the indie scene is where people can express themselves um, a lot. 
basically is what I'm go. saying. So a lot of indie games have that that feel and vibe. So, well, and also I think that to stand out, you have to be unique in a yeah, and and so you have to have that in the in the indie world, right? Yeah. So you because you can't rely on well, let's go get the best composers, let's go get the best storytellers, mm-hmm. let's tell an amazing story. Let's you've you've got to have something that's visually interesting and. and y- and acoustically interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get that in AAA titles too. Well, I you mean, you do get that in AAA lo- titles. You, yeah. You, you do for sure. Like uh, the Star Wars game that just recently came out, we got introduced to Mongolian throat rock. <laughs> no, it's so good. You know what I One mean? Of my like, favorite bands. Yeah. yeah and, and to have that come out and. And whoever was the musical director in, in that Jedi Order, yeah. Uh, it's genius. It, it, to have that song on the intro really got me. Yeah, or got yeah. me. A AAA game that is just the masterpiece is uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild just did such a good job of taking yeah. risk, too, with gameplay mechanics. Uh, yeah, and taking music out of the game yeah. and having it be silent, yeah. which I think is really important for setting moods and tones and all that. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, games, I, I we've talked about this many times on the show in the past, but gaming is, uh, and the game creation is the new way to express yourself in so many more paradigms and more outlets than just a painting, yeah. than just music, than just artwork. Uh, it's all of that added together to to tell a story to create an experience to create an experience gaming is where that's at movies um, tell a story gaming game gaming creates experience you experience that story right so mm. anyways yeah. it's very gaming is is very very cool so yeah no abs- absolutely jordan uh while we're while we're heading out here that does us for the week but i want to know what you're going to be playing what's your game plan going forward for the week well season 1 of warface is out yeah, so I will play that. Guys, we put together up. a team for that. Are we? Uh, yeah, last time we put together a team, we did really we, well. What did we go like six and one, six oh, and yeah. two, or something like good. that? It was, it was insane. Ranked modes are a whole other animal. Yeah, don't shoot each other. Yeah, <laughs> or grenades. Grenades is going to be the threat. Yeah. Flashing, you're going to we're going to flash each other. Our <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we could always flash each other. Yeah, yeah but grenades. No, but the, like the in the AO, game. The, in the game. Yeah, <laughs> the AOE on grenades is so huge in that game. Yeah, so huge. No, I'm going to be doing uh, probably Warface, and I'll probably be streaming Warface next week as well. Um, just for everybody knows, I'll be streaming Tuesday and Wednesday next week because of uh, scheduling conflicts. Oh, but nice. Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, I haven't streamed in a while. So, uh, yeah, they were asking about COVID nineteen just messed everything up. Yeah. I will get back to it so, though. I promise. Yeah, so I'll probably be playing uh, Warface Tuesday and Wednesday just because you do the whenever whenever a game releases a season or like Tarkov wipes you you feel like if you're not playing you're falling behind. Yeah, so you got to play. So I'll be playing a lot of Warface. Um, I think. I do want to play bigger, 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 bigger. <laughs> I want to play bigger, bigger. I want to be bigger when I play bigger. Yeah, I do want to play bigger. <laughs> I think that was I an just, email I got that was right, in my spam. I'm writing that battle pass. I'm getting level 50. Yeah, I well, do, I want to get 35 is where you unlock more. I do want to play bigger, and I will, but I, just, I really want to focus on Warface because I, I want to get good. You Anything know I mean? special for Father's Day this weekend, guys? What are you getting for Father's Day? What do you want? I already told my wife. Chips, salsa. Chocolate chip farts ice cream. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And yeah. <laughs> and chips. chips and salsa. All at the same and time. Salsa. <laughs> <laughs> chips, salsa. That should be a shirt. <laughs> chips, salsa. And bigger. And bigger. <laughs> bigger, bigger. Uh, no. no, and ice cream. I'm going to ice cream uh, with 
Oh, that's what you kids are calling the it brownies. nowadays, yeah. huh? No, it's 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 hard She's because the there's it's hard. I'm the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, call, it, uh, call it a volcano, <laughs> a hot molten volcano. It's really hard because there's so many games out there. You know what it I mean? It is true. So, I mean, to be honest with you, I will probably be playing Escape from Tarkov because the wipe has been good to me so far. The wipe? It, it started out rough. The wipe, yeah. the wipe has been good. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I know, yeah, that's usually not the case. Usually yeah. we go uh, bidet style. Uh, yeah. No, uh, and the, it started out rough at the beginning of the wipe, but then uh, things are things are looking up. Things are looking up. But no, I, I really want to get good at Warzone. I want to... I want to... Or not Warzone, sorry. Warface. Warface. <laughs> uh, because I just... I, I feel like map knowledge is fifty percent of your your your, that's your our, wins. Yeah, that's you know our, what I mean. And the other, I'd say eighty percent. Eighty percent, and then the other thirty percent is technical, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's that brings you to one hundred and ten percent. And that's how hard you should be playing this game, all the way. <laughs> all the way. Uh, no, I just I I want to get good at that game. I I love that style of game. It's like, for example, if if you. If you run into a, a CS:GO player who's just good, you you respect that guy because you're you like, do. hey man, you're good. You do. You're just good at it's games. It's true. true. So anyway, I'll be playing that. Uh, I I will probably jump into a little bit of vigor, probably with you, David. I like doing the duos. The vigorness, yeah. Um, oh, duos is actually the best way to level up. Yeah, let's do it then. And then also, got to get that yakuza in. Ooh, yakuza! Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yakuza. Sometimes I stress out because I'm like, I gotta go, but there's no phone booth around. Oh, you know, like, I, gotta, like, I gotta save it. You know? like, and then you're like late to your family dinner and you're like, why are you late? Oh, you want to talk about I art, had to inspiring <laughs> artwork? <laughs> yeah. Yakuza. That game. That is, uh, uh, that is art. That does us for this week, everybody. Thank you for stopping by and tuning in. If you haven't yet, head over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to us there. And we will see you next time. I'm going to hit the button. Um, I did hit the button. You did it. You did. Yeah. There we go. There I, like, we go. I, always, I usually let you talk for a little bit, and then I go into this. Yeah, true. I mean, we've been doing this for, what, like almost six years now? Yeah. Long time. I just have, I don't have that much to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. Unless <laughs> has to do with uh, uh, chips salsa. Chips, chips and salsa. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, and by. happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody. There, That's yeah, right. It's, we'll it's, see you next week, time. Yeah. Bye-bye, everybody. Yeah.